0: We are joined by a running back for the L.A. Rams. He just wrapped up his second season. He had an enormous year. He rushed for a career-high 1,144 yards. He led the league. With 95.3 yards per game, he had 12 rushing touchdowns as well. He was a Pro Bowler. He was a Second Team All Pro this season. I am joined by Kyron Williams. Kyron, great to have you on the show, man. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me, man. Dude, I got to
0: ask you, man. How's the Super Bowl experience? Obviously, you want to play in the game, but if you can't play, it's good to be here. What's the experience been like for you so far?
1: It's been fun. You know, it's like you said, it's, it sucks not being able to play in the game. You know, that's something that I'm always gonna keep trying to work for. But you know, it's been fun being able to experience it for the first time. This is my first time actually being where the Super Bowl is at, you know, the location where it's actually playing at and not watching it from home. So it's definitely cool, you know, seeing everything that goes on around it. Good attitude, man. Good energy. That's the way
0: you should approach it. Yeah. It's not mention that you had a huge year, but to put this in perspective, not only did you have the Rams' first 1,000-yard rushing season since 2018, but, dude, you did it in 12 games. You did it in just 12 games. You had a breakout season. A lot of people were surprised.
1: Did you surprise yourself at all? No, not really. Um, honestly, I just knew I needed a chance. You know, um, after my first se- my rookie season didn't go the way that I wanted to, I knew that I had to go back to the drawing board, and that's what I did. You know, going back um, after the season was going back and really just training, like getting back to you know building that foundation of who I am as a player, and then building from there. And so from the work that I put in all throughout the summer and you know going into training camp, I knew I just needed a chance. And once I got that chance, I knew what I could do as a player. You know, I was confident in my ability and from everything I did. So once I got that chance, and Coach McVeigh was allow me to you know allow me to play my game the way i do it was just it was lights out from there
0: and dude can you tell me the process i love that i love that so much because the fact of the matter is last year you had 35 carries right you couldn't <laughs> really show what you did right. but instead of getting angry and pointing the finger you're like hey man i gotta look in the mirror i right. need to rebuild myself i need to go out and and
1: recreate how did you do that what was your process I mean, exactly what you just said, you had to really, I had to really sit down with myself, you know, I had to really, you know, come to reality with things, like, you had to be um, 100%, hold yourself accountable, and had to be honest with yourself, you know, this is um, a hard profession, you know, that I'm in, you know, and it's something I've, I've always loved since I was a little kid, so that's, I wasn't going to let whatever happened in my rookie year stop me, because, you know, I've had, I had so much love for this game, and I had to do this for a bigger purpose than, you know, just playing the game, you know, so I didn't allow that to, you know, stop me, and I just allowed that to, you know, grow a little fire inside of me, and that just pushed me throughout the whole, whole season, whole summary. It just makes everything just everything so much more worth it. Alright, so I'm on record saying this. I want to say it again right now, and I'm already two questions
0: in, and you've kept the streak alive. There is a streak. I've been in this game now a minute or so. I'm telling you, dude, I've interviewed dozens and dozens and dozens of current and former Notre Dame players on this show. I literally have never had one bad conversation. Dude, <laughs> not even one bad conversation. It's a Notre Dame thing. I'm telling exactly. you, it's uncanny. Definitely. I gotta ask you, how did your years at South Bend shape you to become? the player and the person you are right now because nobody
1: everybody shows up like this right what is that man what you go through is it's, it's tough in South Bend. You know, you're I'm a long way from home for the first time. You know, it's in the middle of nowhere. You know, the summers are I mean the the winters are harsh. It's, it's cold. It's you know, it's really just a like I said, another moment I had to come to truth with. Is this what I really what I wanted? You know, I heard a little bit going into college like well, they're gonna test you. You're gonna you know it might push you against something you have never been you know, pushed before. And I'm like, okay, sounds good, but it, <laughs> until, <laughs> until, it, until, it, until it, it actually happens, and then I'm glad I had those people tell me that because I when that moment. Happened, Happened, I knew that this was like a, a, a chosen, mo- a choose, like ch- you got to choose moment, you know. And I, I just picked the right side, and I just feel like the, you know, the you got to pick which lane you're going down, 100%, right? One thousand percent, yes. And I think just think with Coach Bayless and you know Coach Kelly, they, their program that they had, it was really just straightforward. Like you either want it or you don't. And so you know if you want it, and you're on board. and you, allows you, you know, to be he the man. It weeds people out, right? 1,000%. You find out. Kyron Williams joining us. You know, your production proves that,
0: once again, less need. Man, he knows what he's doing, dude. <laughs> he knows what it's doing when it comes to evaluating talent. You were a fifth-round pick, and then he hits another home run in the fifth round when Puka. he takes Puka. So, Puka put up the best numbers of any rookie receiver in league history. What was it like for you to see that dude just wreck defenses on the weekly this year?
1: It was fun. You know, it was fun seeing just the— uh, from where he got to OTAs to where he is now and just seeing that happen all the way out throughout the season. It was so fun. He was battling through any every injury that they're, you know he their policy could have been it's just that being able to play with somebody like that and that has like that that dog inside of him, it makes you want to play even so much more. And so like just having those type of guys that are on this offense it's it's dang there in every position that, you know, guys are just shaped like that and built like that, so it was definitely fun. All
0: right, so if that team is built like that and it's shaped like that and it did so much better than anybody expected, I mean, are we
1: talking about a team that's built for a Super Bowl run next year? Is that how it feels to you? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I feel like going into this now every year is going to feel like that. You know, I feel like we built the right foundation. Coach McVay, he – he built the right foundation coming into these OTAs and what the message was to the team and you know, how we are going to be you know, the best competitors out there. You know? Regardless of what happens, we're going to be the best competitors. And, you know, he built that, and I just think that we can grow on that so much and um, you know, be contenders in these coming years. You know, I've spent not a lot of time with him, but I've spent
0: a little bit of time away from the field with him. Man, that's a different dude, he Sean is. McVay. He's just a different dude. Explain to me why you think he is and then like, his energy. How is his energy
1: different than other coaches you've been around? Because he really loves it. You know, you know, some people can fake it. Some people can just act like, you know, they're there because they got to be, you know. But he actually loves it. You can tell in the meetings. Like, he's he's out there running running motions. He's trying to, you know, just demonstrate the routes that, you know, the, the receivers are going to run. Or, like, he's really passionate about what he does. And so that just feeds off into, you know, us as players. Like, when you got a coach that really loves it and he really trusts in you to go do it, then it's only right to, you know, go play for him and go play hard for, you know, your teammates and your brothers.
0: Dude, is there so much energy in that? Like, he, everybody plays for different reasons, right? right. You, want, you want to play play for the guy next to you, you want to play for yourself, you want to play for your family, but if you want to actually win for the coach, man, that's next level, right? right. Not everybody plays for coaches like that. Right. How motivating is that? Like, man, I want
1: to win for that guy. I want that guy's approval. No, for me, it's, it's, it's always, it's motivated me from since the day I got there. Because, you know, I look at it as if he gave me the opportunity of right. my life. Like, he blessed me. You know, he allowed me to my dream to come true. So, like, um, I you know, just allowed me, and then this year he allowed, he put that trust in me as a player. To go out there and just be who I am, and so like for that, I'm always, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go play for him because you know, he allows me to go do that. You know, he gives me that confidence, he allows me the trust, to you know just to go be who I am out there.
0: I can appreciate that. So, what about Sunday, man? I know you're not playing. I know you want to be playing, but I know you understand the matchup. <laughs> what kind of a game are you expecting? What's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen?
1: Now, it's definitely going to be a close game. I definitely think it's going to be a shootout with great two offenses, you know, great both offenses, you know, on both sides of the ball. Um, but you know, it's getting to the point where you know, Patrick Mahomes is you know getting to that level where he. <laughs> He's almost unbeatable. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm outside, you know, I'm not in the game, but, you know, I think the Chiefs are going to come out with it. You know, that's kind of like a home, hometown type of thing, too. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to come out, but it's going to be a great game. Hey, sure. Listen,
0: I get that. You, you play with a guy who's won a Super Bowl. You know what good quarterbacking looks like. Mahomes, dude, he's just... He's not like the rest, dude. Yeah. He's different. I mean, as a guy in the league, what do you
1: think when you watch him play? It's cool. It's, all, it's so cool because, you know, he controls the game at his own pace. Regardless of what's happening around him, you know, he's always calm and he's always composed and he's really, ready just to go. You know, and he, I think the swagger that he holds, too, is kind of cool, you know, when he goes out there and makes plays. But, you know, you can just see that the whole team feeds off of him and what he does. So it's definitely cool scene. You know, he arguably one of the best to go out do, to play for sure. Dude, dude, your energy is great. I love that
0: story, too. I love that story. I think that's a really powerful message that that first year, you're like, hey, man, that that did not go the way that I thought it would go, but I need to realize why that didn't go that way. I got to look within. I got to look within and look at, it, man. You showed up great. Kyron, I appreciate you, man. Thank you very, very much. Great to have you on the show. I will look for you next year as well, and that was a really good conversation. Thank you so much Appreciate you. Great job. Thank you. Kyron Williams coming off an amazing year, a super effective year, and he did that himself.